Welcome to Ragbag. My name's Frank Burton. Oh, loads of things to talk to you about this time, you know what I mean? I've got, yeah, a few things on my mind. I've got lots of tunes to play for you as well, some great music. Check out the Ragbag Rambler video series, by the way, but don't do it right now. Listen to the podcast first, you know, one thing at once. Right, let's have a tune. And I've got some things to talk to you about. Las guerras de más acaban y de las sangres surtirán y cada bala perduda en árboles convertirá. Digan que hay un planeta pleda riallas, un par de caballes y fadas, arregalan historias en Sadamana, pero regalamos teus ulcham sabor a vida, que la pena sublida y toco las estrellas a las mans. Damana un carretón y a compusar. Y al cel es al blau del mar, al sombrío al regal del zarra, al disparo recuperará. Y cuando hay una salaira, penso en el día de dama. Al sombrío al regal del zarra, al disparo recuperará. Y cuando hay una salaira, penso en el día que vendrá. Que se extinguirá el pasado es gana y que al dinero morirán de fam y que al moni domina el sombrío de un infante. Pero regala más teus ulls amb sabor a vida, que la pena sublida y toco las estrellas amb las mans. Damana un carretón y a composar y al cel es al blau del mar, al sombrío el regal de los árboles al mis para y cuando hay una salaira penso en el día de dama. Al subir al regal de los árboles al mis para y cuando hay una salaira penso en el día que vendrá. Que la pena sublida y tonto las estrellas a las manos. Damana un carrator ni a composar. Al cel és el blau del mar, 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 al cel és el blau del mar. 
So we got Christmas coming up, listeners. Yeah, Christmas. I, I don't usually talk about that, do I? But uh, I'll tell you what I don't like, right? Good King Wenceslas. You know what I think? I think Good King Wenceslas was not a good king. I think Good King Wenceslas was an absolute scumbag. You know the Christmas carol, right? Good King Wenceslas looked. I'll spare you the whole rendition, okay? I'll remind you of the story, what happens. Or maybe you don't even know the story, so I'll tell you the story. It starts with him looking through the window, the window of his castle where he lives, because he's the king, and he's an extremely wealthy man. Just happens to be looking out of the window when a poor man walks past, gathering winter fuel. And he's like, who's that? And his page says to him, Oh, it's a peasant. And Wenceslas is like, Oh, how awful for him. I'll have to do something about this. And the page is like, Yeah, nice one. What are you going to do? Redistribute the wealth? Abolish land ownership? Or introduce some kind of representative democracy? And Wenceslas is like, No, I'm going to treat this man to a slap-up meal. And the page is like, Well... Okay, just this one guy, this one particular peasant. What about all the other ones? And Wenceslas is like, listen, mate, this one happened to walk past my window on the Feast of St. Stephen. Had it been any other day, I'd happily see him freeze to death. But this is the season of peace and goodwill to all men. I don't mean all men, obviously, I just mean that one. Now let's go before I change my mind. Where does he live? And the page is like, sire... He lives a good league hence, underneath the mountain. What, he lives underneath a mountain? Well, forget it then, I don't want to go now. I don't understand how that's even possible. Well, I mean he lives next to a mountain, really. You said underneath the mountain, that's what you said. Fine, my bad, next to the mountain. Right against the forest fence by St. Agnes Fountain. What's a Fountain? Fountain, got you, right. Let's go. Pack us up a feast. Let's treat this peasant to a meal. Then we'll leave him alone again and just go back to not caring if he lives or dies. And the page says, It's quite heavy snow out there. And the king is like, So what? Put your boots on, let's go. So they're on a journey to the peasant's house. And they're struggling through the snow and the wind. And the page is like, Really, sire, it's incredibly cold out here. And you know what good King Wenceslas does? Does he offer him his coat to help keep him warm on the rest of the journey? No. He says, You see my footprints? Follow after me and step in my footprints. That'll keep your feet warm. And this is supposedly some great act of kindness, despite the fact that walking in another person's footsteps in the snow 
doesn't warm you up. Not one bit. Have you ever tried it? It doesn't work. You see what I mean? The point I'm making is, he wasn't a good king just because he gave a bit of food to a peasant. It's like saying Harold Shipman was all right, wasn't he? He killed all those people, but actually he had a £5 a month direct debit with the Guide Dogs Association. And for that reason, we should sing songs about him at Christmas time. We'll call him Good Harold Shipman. Now, you only need to take a quick glance at the history books to realise there really is no such thing as a good king. Even when they're portrayed as being quite good in the movies and that, like Colin Firth in the King's Speech. George VI was King of England and Emperor of India during the brutal final years of the British Empire in which millions were killed and displaced and deliberately forced into starvation and presumably, as the Emperor, George VI could have stepped in just a little bit, just to make people's lives a little bit easier, but he couldn't be bothered. But he was alright, wasn't he? Because he had a stutter, and he overcame it with speech therapy. Whoop, whoop. King Kong, does he count as a real king? From what I can gather, King Kong was not a constitutional monarch. So the title was more of a nickname, like Nat King Cole. You see, Nat King Cole clearly made the effort to make it clear to the record-buying public that he was not a constitutional monarch, because he put the word king in inverted commas. I wouldn't be surprised if there was some small print somewhere in the record sleeve saying, listen guys, my name is Nat Cole. Some people refer to me as King, but that is a nickname, hence the inverted commas. King Kong should have done that as well. Just put inverted commas around the word King, just so there's no confusion. You know what, we have this habit, don't we, of adding the word King onto things just to make them sound a bit better. Do you like prawns? Yeah, prawns are alright. Well, if you think prawns are alright, you are guaranteed to actively like King Prawn. Do you like rock and roll? Yeah, I like rock and roll. In that case, you will absolutely love the king of rock and roll. Do you like um, shortbread? Listen, there's, a, there's too many things, starting with the word king. People are starting to get wise to the idea that it's just a marketing gimmick. I know, let's call it Millionaire's Shortbread. That's obviously a marketing gimmick too. I have never seen a millionaire eating a slice of Millionaire's Shortbread. Have you? Have you ever seen a, a press conference with like Richard Branson or someone and the journalists are all like, yeah, Taking the NHS to court. That was a good PR move, Richard. Tell us about that. And Richard's like, I will answer your question. But first I will take a small sip of water and a bite of my millionaire's shortbread. Now, I've probably confused all the Americans on that one. 
I don't know if millionaire shortbread is a thing in the USA, but then again, I'm not sure if the USA is a thing either, so we're all okay, aren't we? Let's just think of an American reference. Uh, King of Queens? That guy was not a constitutional monarch. More false advertising, really. The TV show about a truck driver. Of course, one of the many problems with the monarchy as a system is that it's horribly patriarchal. Just look at a pack of playing cards. You'll see what I mean. The king is better than the queen. No two ways about it. Scores more points. The queen is always below the king. She's one up from the jack. And he hasn't even got a royal title. He's just, I don't know, some guy called Jack. Now chess, on the other hand, that's a whole different deal entirely. The king's pretty much useless. He can only move one square at a time. Can't go anywhere without hiding behind various other pieces for safety. While the queen is, as you Americans would say, an absolute badass. Moves in all directions. Knocks over everything that stands in her way. And even if your opponent kills her, you can bring her back to life multiple times just by getting a pawn to the other end of the board. The only place a queen can get a better deal than being on a chessboard is a beehive. Beehives don't even have kings as far as I know. That's checkmate right there. Now, I was supposed to be doing some shout-outs, but I've got distracted by talking about kings and chess and bees. Shout-out to any bees who might be listening to this. Shout-out to all my fellow podcasters who followed my advice about podcasting licenses. As I've said, not everyone believes me when I say it's 100% illegal to podcast without a license, but plenty of people have now signed up I put a few people in touch with my friend Alan in Indonesia who sorted out their licenses for them. Shout out to Marie from the True Crime Dinner and Dance. They have a bit of dinner, have a bit of a dance and they talk about true crime. Congratulations on your new podcasting license. Shout out to Byron from the Albert V Musketeer Fuzzy Socks cast. They talk about the long-forgotten 90s cartoon Albert the Fifth Musketeer whilst wearing fuzzy socks. Sounds great. Congratulations on your podcasting licence. Shout out to Rosie, Jack, Jorge and all the other people from the United States who've been in touch to assure me that America actually does exist. Look, I just want to consider all of the facts before I make up my mind about that and I challenge you to keep an open mind yourselves got another email here let's see who this is from shout out to uh, Nathaniel Anniversary Pylon oh hi Nathaniel Uh, Nathaniel uh, as you will know is the philanthropist patron of this show I know I'm not supposed to be saying your name on the podcast I'll edit it out okay or beep it or something if I remember. Let's see what he has to say. Oh, he's given me another 10 grand. Cool. (laughs) Nice one. Well, party time. Okay. He says, Frank, I'm very concerned 
that you're wasting a large proportion of the money I've given you on these so-called podcasting licenses. I thought you were joking at first until I looked up your friend Alan in Indonesia. I've reported him and have been assured his website will be taken down very soon. I thought you might have learned your lesson already considering that the last person you engaged with, called Alan, literally turned out to be a snake oil salesman. I'm hoping you can get a refund, but unfortunately, that looks doubtful. In the future, please run these kind of purchases by me. Also, please, for the love of God, stop suggesting that America doesn't exist. Over 90% of your listeners are based in the United States, and I'm concerned that some of them may find these comments offensive. Right. Okay. Right. Well, okay. Okay, Nathaniel, I hear what you're saying. And yes, I will try my best not to mention that again. And yes, now you've put it in those terms. The whole podcasting licenses thing. You know, it does sound... Does sound like a bit of a scam, doesn't it? I suppose I should have been suspicious when he insisted on being paid in Bitcoin. You live and learn. And haven't we learnt? Um, haven't we learnt an awful lot today, listeners? An awful lot of stuff, haven't we? It's been good. Uh, let's have some more music now. Peace and love, guys. Peace and love.
Ragbag Alliance. Ragbag Alliance. You signed up to this Ragbag Alliance thing, whether you wanted to or not. Ragbag Alliance thing. Ragbag Alliance thing. Ragbag Alliance. Even if you've only done it once for five minutes because you somehow mistook me for Joe Rogan. Somehow mistook me for Joe Rogan. Your mission this week is to leave me a five-star rating slash review, specifically on iTunes. Five-star rate, five-star rate, five-star rate, five-star rating slash review. Ragbag Alliance. It's finally here. They see their breath glisten in clouds in the air. Evaporates faster the longer they stare. Another damn year. The snow. Crunches softly like glass underfoot. The time since they knocked makes it hard to stay put. I know you won't see me. I just want to consider all of the facts. I just want to consider all of the facts. I just want to consider all of the facts. I just want to consider all of the facts. I just want to consider all of the facts. I just want to consider all of the facts. 
I just want to consider all of the facts. I just want to consider all of the facts.
Ya no te acaricia la cara Te añoro y em sento tan sol Que encara cuando ya ni te estrellas Preparo el sopar para todos dos Y las calfo cuando se refreda Cuando sembla que todo se acaba Cuando se calla no Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, keep your ears peeled for the bonus bags that are on the way. Check out my website, frankburton.co.uk, for details of my books, 100 and A History of Sarcasm. Another book is coming out next year. It's all very exciting stuff. If you haven't seen the Ragbag Rambler video series yet, why not? Go for it. Check it out. You've got no excuse. You like this podcast, you'll like that as well. I will see you again very soon. Enjoy yourselves.
Ragbag Podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more.